Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah. Maybe that's poverty, or maybe it's methamphetamine. <laughs> and I'm Chance, and just once in my life, I'd like to be in trouble for general hooliganism. <laughs> you old whippersnappers. <laughs> that's actually a real thing, general hooliganism. Like, that's a, a, like, like a crime? Uh, in some places, yes. What, like General in hooliganism. <laughs> in the UK? Um, hooliganism is disruptful or unlawful behavior such as rioting, bullying, and vandalism, usually in connection with crowds at sporting events. But um, I just, it makes sense with like UK with like soccer games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the UK, can I just say that one of my most hated phrases of all time comes from the UK. Okay. When they ask people, are you taking the piss? Are you, are taking, you taking the, the piss? piss? Yeah. Which I guess means like, are you fucking serious or something? They're, they're, they're um, like, are you fucking with me, basically? Yeah. But there was, and the only reason I hate it, and I can't go into detail because of privacy things, but there was a guy that I had to deal with um through uh, customer service and mm. he would always write us and say that like he would say it like five <laughs> times in the same like message and all i could think in my head was just this overreactive because he would like call us like fuckheads and like you bunch of fucking lazy bastard like he was just so mean Shit. but he would always use that phrase Damn. so in my head it was making me even more angry because all i can hear is him like are you fucking taking a piece like, oh, you taking the piece? And I was just like, oh, God, I want to fucking smash you into pieces. But, <laughs> but uh, anytime, and I, I think I was watching like Kitchen Nightmares the other day, and somebody said that. Yeah. Taking a piece. I'm like, what a <laughs> stupid phrase, dude. They have kind of it. a lot of weird phrases like that. Yeah. I mean, Chomping really, they do. Those. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about that, you know, because every time I watch like the British version of Kitchen Nightmares, I'm always just like, I kind of don't understand what what anything is happening right now. But <laughs> I just know that Gordon's really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I just really like, though, how on on the British version of the show, it is uncensored. And he he actually seems a lot nicer in that version of the show in he general. He's, but he also doesn't put up with any shit. That's the thing with the British version is that he's nicer to them towards the end. But yeah. in the middle of it, he just unleashes hell on those people. And in the <laughs> yeah. American version, it's like you can see him start to ramp up and then it cuts away. And he's like, I think we did a pretty good job here. Like and it like just goes down <laughs> immediately. They don't show you him calling people like, oh, you big fat fucker. Like, <laughs> like they do in the British version. Hell yeah, like I love hitting people version. with rotten food, and he's like, You want to fucking serve this? <laughs> In the American version, he's like, That's not very nice, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, and I love it on. too because. In the British version, they get all pissy with him too, and they're oh, yeah. they start telling they they just they they wind up in a war of e everybody each person just telling each other to fuck off. Yeah, they're just like fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. There, yeah, there, I watched one where the guy was just like, "Get out of here! You don't know what you're talking about." And Gordon's like, "All right, I'm just gonna fucking leave then. Like, if you don't want my yeah. help, and you, hey, what was that about you telling me you have to sell your house and you're going into poverty? Like, peace out, dude. I still get paid." Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although I do think one of my favorite um, Gordon Ramsay insults from, you know, like an American show was the whatever it is. Uh, what's the one where he does? It's like a cooking type competition where he has like a red team and a blue team. Uh, and it's not Kitchen Nightmares. Um, you know what I'm talking about. We have we have a goddamn restaurant of it here. Oh, Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one point, and I don't remember the character, but he says, I actually had to look it up, but it, he told him, now fuck off, you fat, useless sack of fucking Yankee doodle dandy shit. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> like, God what's, damn. What's my favorite thing is when he insults people and then they just take it. <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, you dumb fucker. And they're like, yes, chef, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Grow a fucking spine and tell him off. <laughs> and then, of course, he tells that one dude on the Kitchen Nightmares episode, I've never, ever, ever met someone I believe in as little as you. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the shit he says is really harsh, though. Like, I do yeah. feel bad for them, especially with people like, oh, yeah, thank you, chef. <laughs> like, they're crying. <laughs> He's a uh, fucking national treasure, though. I love that man. <laughs> all right love that man fuck uh well i guess we we should bring it um back across the pond here i suppose huh yeah we uh we haven't talked about statesman in a while um so from nbc uh 13 uh (laughs) out of maine a man is accused of putting razor blades in pizza dough and he is expected in court (laughs) god damn yeah that one that dude that was putting razor blades on uh like on playground equipment. You remember that Ooh. dude a few years back? Uh, no, I don't think I've ever heard about that one. Yeah, he was putting it on like monkey bars for Jesus. kids to cut their hands on. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a little crazier than this pizza dude, but still, same yeah. thing. Yeah, the, uh, the man accused of putting razor blades in pizza dough is expected to make his first court appearance in Maine on Friday. Nicholas Mitchell, who's 38, is expected to appear in the district court now that he's been brought back to Maine. Uh, he was arrested in Dover, New Hampshire earlier this week. Uh, his attorney is expected to discuss bail conditions, uh, but he has been accused of putting razor blades in fresh pizza dough that was sold at Hannaford stores in Seiko, Sanford, and Dover, New Hampshire. God damn. Okay. Uh, the instances of the tampered pizza dough date back to at least August. Uh, these markets have since recalled the dough under the Portland Pie Company brand. And according to okay. court documents, he was fired from the dough processing facility called It'll Be Pizza. <laughs> Is that like the pizza version of like, I can't believe it's not butter? <laughs> It'll be pizza. <laughs> I just got to cook it. It'll be pizza. <laughs> uh, the company also reported uh, reportedly hired a private investigator and they received over 100 harassing calls that were traced back mm. to Mitchell. Uh, Mark Robinson, a spokesperson for It'll Be Pizza, says the company officials have been cooperating with police. There was a sample and logical documentation for why that relationship did not last. It was never a production issue with the product. It was, quote, let's get this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's where that one ends. Interesting. You know, I'm kind of curious. It just made me think. We never hear anything about Maine like ever. I mean, besides Stephen King's shit, I mean, in his books, Maine is a fucking hellhole, but... Yeah, that's true. But otherwise, we just don't hear anything from Maine, ever. 
No, they're pretty quiet. Um, they they don't seem to be as I don't know. Well, they're definitely not a Florida. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Florida at any. I think time, they're too but... close to like. Well, how far away is Jersey from Maine? <laughs> so I feel like Jersey gets pretty wild. And Maine is just kind of like the spillover of the butthole that is New Jersey. <laughs> Maine is the dingleberry. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> hangs on, and then you hear about it every now and then. You know. <laughs> uh, now I have to now I have to write that down. Is is New Jersey's dingleberry? All right, I like it. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, I guess since we're talking about, um, you know, places around the state um, or around the states, I did come across a story. Um, this was published three days ago in Detroit, actually. Um, it didn't really it didn't really happen in Detroit, but it was returning to Detroit from Las Vegas. So, oh, OK, um, it says a Detroit woman says she woke up to a pastor peeing on her on a plane. I'm sorry, what? So, wait, she was coming to... <laughs> hold on. She was coming to Las Vegas or leaving? Leaving Las Vegas. And she they got... They were on a red-eye flight. All right. Was and this... she woke up to a dude pissing on her. Was he from Vegas? I hope he wasn't, because that's embarrassing. No, he's from North Carolina. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> 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 you know, Lost Colony of Roanoke... Pissing preachers, it's kind of a thing there. So <laughs> continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ha- I'll have more to say about North Carolina when we get to maximum overdrive. Yeah, <laughs> but-, <laughs> but they're called PPs for short. P- pissing preachers. <laughs> <laughs> Those North Carolina PPs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a registered PP offender, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, it says a well-known pastor, and apparently he's well-known. I guess we'll find out here in a minute. Um, from North Carolina. is <laughs> 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 accused of relieving himself on a sleeping woman in the backseat of a Delta plane as she returned to Detroit from Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, the woman's name was Alicia Beverly. Apparently, she had a great time in Vegas and just spent her <laughs> vacation here. And couldn't wait to get home on Monday night, though, you know. So they were on a red-eye flight, and pretty much everyone was asleep, including her. And she was curled up in the back seat next to her sister when she, she suddenly woke up to the feeling of being pissed on. Wow. It said, this is her direct quote, it felt warm. Like on the side of me, I felt something warm. <laughs> in her sleepy a haze right at eye level, she saw something very unexpected. I'm gonna, I'm quoting her verbatim here. It says, "I jump up and I seen his private area out, and I screamed, and that woke everybody up. By that time, I actually looked at him and I see him shake himself off. What? He <laughs> and finished I'm like, up. Man, just peed on me. I looked and there was a puddle of pee in the seats. Um, I can't believe he actually had the time to finish, and then literally he had the time and wherewithal of his own mind to shake off." Hold on, was he standing up, like peeing on top of her, or was he seated yeah. like to her left and was just kind of peeing sideways? No, no, he's standing and pissed on her. How was he like? Oh, I'm sleepwalking. I thought this was the bathroom. That's actually his his excuse. You are a hundred percent on target right there. Well, 
Um, apparently, she screamed and got the attention of everyone on the plane, including also an off-duty officer who rushed over and restrained the man, who is a well-known pastor from North Carolina. Um, according to the sources, the pastor had an adverse reaction to a sleep aid, which is what he was claiming. Um, hmm. He didn't say anything the whole time he was standing there, this woman said. Um, <laughs> Alicia said, after being treated like a bathroom... She sat in those wet clothes for several hours before landing in Detroit. Hold up. She didn't have a bag with her? She couldn't change? Apparently, she didn't have clothes in her carry-on. Maybe she had them all in her checked luggage. Oh, my God. I would have been like, somebody give me a fucking t-shirt or something. Like, please. Yeah. Um. Apparently, yeah, she's been pretty upset about it. Um, I would be, too. Fuck him. It says the pastors, you know, the pastor and everybody associated with him hasn't commented on the story. I'm just going to go out on a limb here, and we've seen a lot of stories of pastors being into really weird shit over all the years. Mm-hmm. Of all these people who claim to be all holy and, and everything else, and they're always into really weird shit. And then when they get caught doing that weird shit, they always have some sort of excuse. Right. Like that one politician who was like super against gay people, but then he was like trying to get a dude to fuck him in an airport bathroom. Do you remember that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he kept like trying yeah, to reach we... under the stall at the other dude. And... Wait, was he Canadian? I don't remember. It happened. It's happened more than once. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm just saying, every time one of these stories comes out, they're just like, "Oh, it was just like an adverse reaction to medication or something like that." I'm like, "No, nah, the dude probably just really enjoys pissing on people." What if they looked up that medication caught. and there were like side effects, like a horrible diarrhea, sleepiness, uh, unwilling urination on strangers? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> I mean, because you know, you see some of those medical side effects, and they're just like anal seepage. Yeah. You're um, like, excuse me? Pelvic mess. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm calling it right now. It's my new gore grind band. Pelvic, Pelvic mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> calling it. I think we said that one day because it was, I can't remember what commercial it was. It's like when it's people like roaming through a park and it's like, da na 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 na. They're like, if you take Zola for too long, it, you could have to use a pelvic mesh. And then I was like, more like pelvic mess, huh? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Side effects: um, death. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess maybe that's kind of a developing story. Maybe we'll hear more from the pastor. Maybe he has more of an excuse other than I took some medication and pissed on somebody. Although he could say the although, devil made him do it. Yeah, he, I guess he could say that, and he would get off scot-free. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> although, I will say, and I may have brought this up a couple times before on the show. I don't know if I ever have, but um, since I used to work for, for a railroad, a lot of our work was done, you know, 24 hours a day, any time of the day or night. Yeah. And um, in some places, they actually have a hotel that's just for the railroad people to stay in when you when you get to your you know, away from home terminal where you get to wherever you're taking your train to. Um, Cause it's so far away from home. you got to stay the night there basically. Right. Um, but uh, 
a lot of times though the hotel you're staying at in you're staying at is just a regular like hotel for everybody else but mm -hmm. it has a contract with the railroad company and they get discounted rates on it well um there has been numerous instances over the years of railroaders taking sleeping pills to sleep because you know they worked like an overnight shift and the sleeping pills fuck with them and they wind up hanging out in the hotel lobby naked screaming at people that's happened at least twice that i know of <laughs> in amarillo happened, texas two of those <laughs> happened by you nope <laughs> nope not me i that's that's one of the reasons why i never took sleeping pills <laughs> is after seeing a after seeing a naked railroader wearing his boots and a shirt and nothing else carrying his railroad backpack around the ho hotel lobby screaming at people just <laughs> yeah shit after seeing that you're just like no i don't think i'll i don't think i'll take any um ambien no i think i'm good actually i think i'm good and then one dude showed up to work without his pants on because <laughs> he was still like asleep so in a way i can kind of buy that this dude had an adverse reaction to his sleeping pill but i'm yeah. just gonna say that since he's a well-known pastor, I'm going to say he's probably just into weird shit and he has no other way to expressing it other than to piss on a woman on a plane. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go with that. That sounds that sounds weirder to me. I'm going to go with it. I like it. All right. Um, what else you got for me? Well, coming out of Fox News, uh, oh, shit. Zachary Ty Bryan, uh, who played the eldest son on Home Improvement, was arrested okay. and accused of trying to strangle his girlfriend. <laughs> God. The thirty-nine, oh, <laughs> the thirty-nine-year-old actor played Brad Taylor, oldest son of Tim the Toolman Taylor on the nineteen nineties Tim Allen sitcom. Former Home Improvement star Zachary Ty Bryan was arrested in Oregon on Saturday. Oh, that dude, <laughs> oh, did you I, Google I, did, it? I couldn't put a face to the name. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Okay, I'm 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 on board with it now. Let's yeah. do it. So uh, police in Eugene, Oregon, went to Brian's residence Friday evening following a report from a neighbor of a physical dispute. Brian, who's okay. 39, was found outside an apartment while his girlfriend, who's 27, was inside a neighboring one. Uh, oh. He was booked into the Lane County Jail and faces charges that include strangulation, assault in the fourth degree, and interfering with making a report. God. Yeah, uh, Brian allegedly assaulted the victim, impeding her breathing, and took the victim's phone from her when she tried to call nine one one. Brian played uh, he played Brad Taylor, the oldest son of Tim the yeah. Toolman Taylor, character played by Tim Allen on the popular sitcom, which ran from ninety one to ninety nine. Brian had acted intermittently since then, including a role in two thousand six as the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, <laughs> He also works as a producer, but lives in an apartment in Eugene, Oregon, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, career, not doing so hot. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put a face to the name when you first said it, so I had, to, I had to Google him. And then it's like, oh, I know who that fucking guy is. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm kind of curious, well. though. Um, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Is Yeah, two weeks after splitting with his wife, that's when he got in trouble for strangling this woman. Oh, wait, so this is, so he split up with his wife and then found a new girlfriend and was like, found a girlfriend, and two weeks later, he's arrested for strangling this woman. I mean. His wife's going downhill, man. I mean, I've met some people and felt like strangling them within the first hour, you know? <laughs> no shit. Um, no girlfriends, <laughs> but. 
just yeah. random random shitheads. His uh his movie career, it's kind of funny because he's kind of typecast in a way. Because <laughs> if you look at the role he plays, I'm gonna just read the first names of all the roles. Cody, Jack, Rob, Sam, Eric, Glenn, Keith, Deke, Derek, Harry, and Johnson, and then Clay and Jake. <laughs> he just he plays those dudes. And then of course in TV, Brad, 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 three different Brads. <laughs> Four different Brads. I lied. Oh, he plays Brad a lot. Apparently, yeah. Let me look so. at his. Uh, let's look at this IMDb page. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, when you were reading when you were reading the story about this dude and strangling his girlfriend, I was on his Wikipedia page and it was like spouses, Carly Matros, and it shows separated September twenty twenty, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's kind of what, I mean, what was going see. on. He hasn't had any <clears throat> recent roles. Not I mean, really. A- according to IMDb, his last movie yeah. was in 2009 and that was Thor Hammer of the Gods. It was a TV movie. Oh, um, okay. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't doesn't seem like he's had a, a blossoming career. No. Okay. So, next, um since we're since we're in the official spoopy season, I've got a spoopy story for us. Um and yeah, we're 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 going across the pond. So, well, okay. it's actually two places, both Canada and um Greece, no. I guess, right? Yes. Um, okay, so a tourist um, has returned stolen artifacts from Pompeii after suffering a curse, according to her. <laughs> um, she's a Canadian woman, and she sent back a bunch of stolen ceramics that she stole from the city of Pompeii when she visited them. Um, when she visited there um, in 2005. And she just sent them back? She just sent them back. Um, and she's blamed them for years of bad luck, for 15 years of bad luck. Um, okay. And she claims that they're cursed. Uh, she is identified only as Nicole. She sent a package containing uh, two mosaic tiles and a bunch of other pieces of ceramics that she picked up in Pompeii when she visited in, in 2005, alongside a letter of confessions. She sent a, a box with all this shit alongside a letter, and... She was in her early 20s when she visited Pompeii, and she blames the theft of all this shit for a run of misfortune that she has suffered in the years since, including having breast cancer twice, a double mastectomy, and experiencing extreme financial hardship. Jeez. In her letter, she just wrote, please take them back. They bring bad luck. <laughs> um, Wait, in, in Pompeii, like... I'm assuming all of that stuff is just sitting out and they're like, yeah. don't touch it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't take anything. And she was like, nah, swipesies. That's what exactly what she said. She said at the time of the theft, she said she wanted to have a piece of history that nobody else could have, but that the relics had, and this is her quote, so much negative energy linked to that land of destruction. Hmm. Is, that's what she says in the letter. That land of destruction. For people who don't know, Pompeii was, you know, buried alive, was buried in volcanic ash after the eruption of the Mount Vesuvius. 
Um, and it it was buried until the 16th century, and people finally rediscovered it. Huh. Basically, everybody that was living there was turned into ash statues. Oh, cool. Have you seen the pictures of it? Of uh, Pompeii? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. Like, there's, like, yeah. that room of everybody laying next to each other, and they're just... Yeah. Fro- Are those still there? Metal. Like, did they yeah. preserve them? Yep. The the ash, the extreme heat and the ash, like, encased these people and preserved them for all time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's metal But fun. apparently this, this person says she wanted... She has learned her lesson and wanted forgiveness from God. Those are her words. Uh, she said, I'm 36 now and have had breast cancer twice, the last time ending in a double mastectomy. Jeez. My family and I also have financial problems. We're good people, and I don't want to pass this per- curse on to my family or my children. <laughs> um, good Lord. And she's not the only one, apparently, though. The package contained another confession letter from a couple, also from Canada, along with some stones stolen from the site. Huh. It says, we took them without thinking of the pain and suffering these poor souls experienced during the eruption of Vesuvius and their terrible death. We are sorry. Please forgive us for making this terrible choice. May their souls rest in peace. Apparently, over the years, um, so many relics have been stolen and returned to the site, along with letters expressing guilt, that park is- officials have established a museum displaying the artifacts that have been stolen and returned because they're cursed. So <laughs> it's not just these people. Um, so, you know, that, uh, I don't know, maybe there is a curse on Pompeii. I mean, it could be, <laughs> you know, there's a lot, I mean, same thing with like mummy tombs and stuff. Well, yeah, you can't just be opening shit and taking shit. Well, like we talked about, what was it, a couple weeks ago, those people who found that random witch's burial site in Germany and they just start digging it up and taking shit out of there. Yeah, well... Speaking of which, we'll probably talk about it next week, but uh, there yeah. were some tombs that they just discovered, and it was like 20 of them, and they were all in a line, and of course, they're like, dig them up. <laughs> <laughs> so, 2020 is about to blow up even more, I guess. Hell yeah. All right. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so, we're digging up more tombs, I guess. Yep. I don't think I don't think we need to be doing any of that kind of nonsense. We really don't. We need to just put them back and let them be. But of and course, say, yeah. You know, I think we just need to say, uh, no, never mind. We just, you know, we're putting these back. Just ignore <laughs> us. Yeah. Forget we ever did this. They need to put like signs out. It's like if you hit a sarcophagus, you've gone too far. <laughs> just cover it back up. Dig somewhere else. Make sure nobody was around. Yeah. Just mark it with one of those like gas tape lines, like just like a pink ribbon or something. To let everybody know. Don't dig it. It just needs to be a worldwide thing so that everybody knows. If you're starting to build a building and you find a bunch of corpses or sarcophaguses or coffins or something, just stop. Relocate your building. Build it yeah. somewhere else. I want a presidential candidate to be like, you know, like, I'm going to lower taxes. I'm also going to stop <laughs> the digging of sarcophagi in ancient Egypt. <laughs> All right, cool, yeah. I'll vote. I can get behind get, that. Yeah, you get my vote. <laughs> I'm going to stop ancient curses from being brought into the modern world. <laughs> hey, that guy's got my vote. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with it yeah. completely. Completely on board with it. Uh, 
So I had, I just, to kind of wrap things up for the week, I know we've only got a couple minutes, but um, I just want to see if maybe you had any stories regarding this, but it was a, it was a question that I came across and I just thought it was kind of entertaining. Um, it was, what did the weird kid in your school do that you'll never forget? Did you have a weird kid in your high school or your junior um, high? Yeah, we had a few. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I mean, did any of them do anything that was just something that you'll never forget? Well, yeah, there was a few, but like we didn't have, we didn't have the kid that like the weird kid that you know everybody thought was gonna like shoot up the school. No, um, no. There was there was this one kid we and he actually I mean like he ended up being pretty cool. And we were all friends with him, mm. um, but his uh, I won't say his name. But from like sixth grade until eleventh. He yeah. never talked. He would. He, he wore a giant backpack. He wore the same hoodie every day, and he would yeah. stand in the corner with his face just facing the wall, and he would just stand there. And then occasionally he would come sit down in our group, um, and like I mean, we all were like, "Hey, what up, buddy?" You know, like we were nice to him. We we're like, oh, "We don't know what yeah. the fuck's going on," but um, he wouldn't fucking talk, and he would like sit out of gym class and finally he would like somebody would convince him to like throw a football and he would look away and somehow catch it. Like he wouldn't, <laughs> like, I don't know how he did it. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> I think it was in sixth grade. Our science teacher got mad at him because he was like, uh, he's like, buddy, where's your homework? And he just wouldn't yeah. respond. And he's like, you need to like start fucking talking. Like, yeah, you're, you know, you're 13 or 14 years old. I don't understand why you don't talk. And, uh, he got fucking mad, snapped his pen over his knee and threw the science book across the room and just walked out. This kid just Holy didn't shit. flinch, didn't flinch at all. And then I think in like 10th grade, we uh, we went to summer, like got out for summer. Mm. He comes back. His fucking hair is like down to his chest and he has a huge beard. And he's like, hey, guys, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just started talking and he's like, yeah. We're like, oh my god! Did you just discover drugs or something? Like, did you have a fucking mind-opening experience? Oh shit! Yeah, and then he just started fucking talking out of nowhere, and uh, now he's like, he's got a kid. I like it. Doing all right, I think. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, you know, the only story I had was just the one time I had I. It was during the lunch hour at my high school, and I went to go leave to go take a piss. Um, and walked into the bathroom that was kind of connected to the cafeteria there, and there was just a kid in there who had pissed all over the floor and had it all sopped up with, like, wet paper towels, <laughs> and he was, like, sitting in a puddle of his piss on the floor throwing those wet paper towels, and he tried to throw one at me, so I ran Ugh, away. That's gross. Yeah. I, uh, at, the, at the other school, there was another school in our town. It wasn't our town, but it was, like, three miles away because we yeah. had a small area but uh i never met him but my buddy andrew uh used to tell me about this kid because andrew was fucking he was wild and crazy all over the place uh yeah he went to my school for a little while he got in trouble once because uh he threw his shoes on the roof of the high school (laughs) 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 and uh uh, but when he went to this other school he was telling me there's a kid in their class i think his name was like patrick green and I'm pretty sure Patrick was autistic or something, but he would have these like fits of rage and like talk really weird. 
but he was like super smart, I guess, but had to be confrontational about everything. <laughs> okay. Apparently he loved trains. <laughs> oh. We were in high school at this point. So this is like ninth, 10th grade, I guess. Uh, we used Apparently. to call those people foamers. <laughs> foamers? When I worked when I worked at the railroad. Yeah. People okay. who loved trains. <laughs> you'd be like cruising down the train track and there you'd go under like a bridge and there'd be like a dude out there like, oh <laughs> there He's, it like, is. Like taking pictures <laughs> and shit, and you're just like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> We're working. Well, apparently they were in class. And this kid talked weird. I think Andrew said he'd be like, mm, yeah, okay. Like, that's how he talked. Oh, shit. And Andrew yelled at him one day. was like, hey, Patrick. And he's like, what? And he goes, fuck trains. <laughs> <laughs> and said this kid picked up one of those thick fucking history books and just flung it at him. And he oh, dodged shit. it. And it hit the girl behind him in the nose. <laughs> like, busted her nose. <laughs> he was just like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my god oh well i just i thought that would be kind of an interesting question to ask i did uh, i did come across an answer that somebody said though and i thought it was just worth mentioning apparently a girl took out her glass eye and threw it at the teacher jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've heard of like the kids that would like naruto run through oh yeah through the yeah, halls for sure. you know um yeah we had a, we had a couple kids that I'm not going to say dress weird because that's kind of offensive and you know, you never know what's going on yeah, in sure. people's home life. But there were, there was one girl and, and she was super nice. Uh, I just always thought yeah. this was weird. She wore like a winter coat all year. So it'd be oh, like yeah. 90 degrees outside and Virginia's humid as shit. Oh, and ew. the teachers would be like, take your fucking jacket off. <laughs> yeah. They're like it is so hot. Like right now, you need to take that jacket off. Like, please, for oh, your shit. health. She'd be like, "No, I'm okay." <laughs> and she oh, also okay. whispered. I remember that because when we have to like yeah. read in class, everybody'd be like, "Yeah," in 1492, like Columbus. And then we get to her, and she'd be like, "He sailed the ocean." Okay. And they're like, "We can't <laughs> hear you." <laughs> Speak oh, up. <laughs> Some people just really had a hard time in school, didn't they? Yeah, but. Outside of class, she was totally normal. Yeah. She'd have a regular, regular conversation. And it's like, you can talk to everyone in a normal volume. Why can you not do it in a classroom setting? Like, I don't understand. Okay. So. <clears throat> I, I did, um, I did, ha I did come across another kind of answer to this. And it says a few days before a, you know, like a pep assembly. Uh, anonymous signs were posted all over school that said the cock is coming. The cock is coming. <laughs> and it says teachers and school administrators were obviously concerned, but clueless. <laughs> um, and apparently they had smuggled a live rooster into the assembly and partway through the opening speech of the assembly, whipped it out over his head as the rooster went ape shit. And the entire gym full of kids stood up and started chanting cock, cock, cock. <laughs> and then the kid wasn't seen at school for a few days after that. <laughs> <laughs> epic right there <laughs> that is i uh i wasn't there for it i remember hearing about it when it happened um yeah in our keyboarding class uh <laughs> there was one printer and our uh i remember the keyboard teacher 
she uh yeah. she had like a super bowl cut so like her the top of her head and she always wore like big shoulder jackets so she kind of looked like groove from uh uh <laughs> fucking minions or whatever uh, lloyd christmas from dumb and dumb <laughs> no it was like like a hard bowl cut like it oh my like, god kind of like uh oliver <clears throat> tree if you're familiar yes with him. yep so she looked like oliver tree but with giant shoulders so she looked like a <laughs> some sort of like weird bond village and uh <laughs> She had a huge nose, but she was, she gets so pissed if you printed something without her permission and somebody connected to her printer during class and in giant letters. So it reached multiple uh, pieces of paper. They put like, I can't remember what her name was like miss uh, Hansel or something, but it was like miss so-and-so has a loose cooter. Oh my God. (laughs) She read it out loud and she didn't know what it meant. And she was like, I don't know what this is. But apparently, I have a loose cooter. Who who oh who printed this? And everybody's just dying. <laughs> and she couldn't tell whose like keyboard or uh, computer it came from. I almost feel like if you're going to be a teacher for like junior high and high school kids, you should almost have to pass a pop culture test. You kind of prove yeah. that you're in the loop, <laughs> just so that way you can't be made fun of behind your back like that. <laughs> so that way you're going to be like, "What the hell does this mean?" <laughs> I don't know what a loose cooter is, <laughs> but I don't have one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, this has been fun. Uh, this yeah. has been a fun episode. Um, I guess we'll get the fuck out of here now. Um, let you guys get back to your day. <laughs> um, I yeah, look forward to our review of Maximum Overdrive yeah. uh, coming out later in the week. Yeah, that one's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, check out last week's uh, Jason X review. Uh, that yep. one was uh, that was hard to get through, but it was fun to record. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Maximum Overdrive because <laughs> yes. that movie just kicks ass. Yes, it does. It kicks <laughs> so much ass. Uh, so we'll see you guys uh, later on in the week with our review of Maximum Overdrive. Uh, until next week, I'm out of here. See you guys. Oh.